Beach. The most savage beach in all. That, was a, uh, that song was so somber, Griff. It, it's yeah. setting up a very somber, more serious tone to Andy Sedaris' movie, I believe. I mean, I, the version I had had an opening thing with Andy Sedaris himself, and he's holding up a poster, and he's got a model with him. And, of course, it's a Playmate model. Course, yeah. And so he's like, this is the next gold mine for me, Andy Sedaris. I thought, did he talk like I thought Andy Sedaris no, was American. <laughs> I'm doing an accent so people know I'm do, you know, talking to someone else. Oh, and so he's the, the model just goes, gold mine. She's wearing like a gold sparkle dress. And she's like, how about this gold mine? And she starts grabbing her tits and just like bouncing them for the camera. It's all nothing but class from Andy <laughs> Nothing but class. Oh, that was my introduction to this fucking movie. Yeah, Griff's not a fan. I I mean, it's definitely my least favorite of the ones we've covered. I mean, well, it I, had its moments. I have fond memories of Picasso Trigger. And then when we were talking about uh, Hard Ticket earlier today, I was like, there's so many fun things. Like, they, they, they were goofy, and it fit the mood. This movie tries to be James Bond. Uh, I mean, there are goofy moments. There's a couple, but... I I thought we were definitely missing some Abilene. Because as all we know, Hard Ticket, we had Rowdy Abilene. Yes. Picasso, we had Travis Abilene. Yes. This one, we get Shane Travelling. I love how they did that. But yes. they they use sh- they don't use Shane they don't like, enough, at no. all. And he had I for my money he had the best hair of any Abilene. He had yeah. this sweet fucking mullet. It was like a mane. Oh man, you're into that mullet, huh? Fuck, I wish I had that. Man. I wish I. <laughs> and uh, yeah, we didn't. For for my money, we didn't get it. Because I mean, the whole point of having an Abilene is to bang Donna. I mean, she gets banged by an Abilene every episode. Every episode, yeah, every sh- movie. And at so the, that threw me off right there. At the end, they are like together because everyone's got a girl at the end there's so many girls in this movie where they were like well shit we don't have enough guys to go with the girls so one guy gets two girls at the end but yeah donna donna's of course well rocky and patty are basically one girl yes they are one one mind i don't know they're one girl they're one mind yeah like a hive mind everything they do they do together it's true like that one scene when they're topless they're both topless together yeah you got a call from shane they got to get ready they're sleeping in the same bed you know but yeah but um i figured we owed it to to do this movie and first of all we always fuck up when we don't watch the movie beforehand. <laughs> like when we're doing a movie we've never seen, and then we usually are like, oh, fuck, we should have done this movie. Yeah. But I, I think we owed it to Don and Taryn to do the final conclusion. Of, and, and Griff, the yeah. third movie is always usually the worst of the trilogy. It's true. So, yeah. We, yeah, this wasn't that great. I mean, we, we're going to make it great. Don't turn off the fucking podcast because we're going to make it great. But yeah, I agree. It was. Uh, I think we owe we owed it to Donna and Taryn to find a finish because Dar- Taryn went on to greener pastures after this. Donna okay. stuck around. She would made a few more movies. Right. We'll, we'll get to those later. How many more Sedaris movies? Are he there? made like twelve or thirteen. There's like twelve in the pack <laughs> I have. What? But uh, yeah. are they, are they all? Uh, do you know if they're all like in the island? They're all in the islands. Yes. Okay. There's actually a sequel, Return to I was, Savage. I was going to say there's yeah. Return to Savage yeah. Beach. Beach, you're right. Island. Um, so, uh, yeah, so the minuses, we didn't get fucking of, of an Abilene, but we got a lot of Leon. This is the saving grace of this movie is Leon, talking role, 
fucking killing it. I love Ali Literally Young. killing it in yeah, this movie. I, 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 I'm going to try to find some more Ali Young movies because we need to have a feature film with Ali Young as like a main antagonist, protagonist. I don't care. We need 40 minutes. I think his biggest, minutes. his biggest ever role is Cage. I don't think he oh, ever I hope got not. beyond that. I hope not. I think there's plenty. The 90s has all these diamonds in the rough, and I'm pretty sure L is one of those diamonds. There's got to be something out there. So we're going to find it. For now, I think we're ready for the trailer. Well, and, I, well I also, oh, oh, again, oh. I want to say, Griff, Donna. Yes. Donna Spear, a.k.a. Donna Hamilton of the movie. Friend of the show now, Griff. She actually responded oh. to a tweet I put out there about this episode. This Did you tweet her with uh, your new account, Murray Abilene? <laughs> yes. No, for the, for the sake of this episode, we are... Tim and Griff Abilene, so that's what we'll be referring yes. to each other, just for this episode. Just for this episode. But yeah, so uh, she, uh, well, much like this movie, she left me hanging, Griff, because oh, no. I put up a picture of her, uh, of Taryn teaching her how to eat, because there's a scene where she teaches her how to eat a coconut. Oh, that wasn't a coconut? It was a, guess it, what was it? It was like a, she had like a, like a it mango. Was, it was some weird fruit, but it was neither a mango nor a coconut. I thought it was, because I thought a coconut has that like shell over it, that kind of green thing mm. over it. Maybe. Maybe. Yeah, 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 yeah. You might be right. So I'm pretty sure it was a coconut. And uh, so I just put that, I you know, because I got to hype the episode. I'm like, so I said, you know, tune, tune in because Taryn's going to teach Don how to eat a, a coconut. <laughs> and she came back with, if you knew the real story behind that, it's hilarious. What? She, you didn't even uh, spill that much information well, with me. I got to save were... for the pod, buddy. Oh, my God. And I came back. I'm like, don't leave me hanging like that, girl. You got to tell me. <laughs> dish. I'm like, dish the fucking dirt. I want to know. <laughs> of course, she leaves me hanging. As of now, I haven't heard back from her. I'm assuming she's going to listen to this episode, and she's maybe going to judge us a little. And then if we're worthy... So I just want to get that out there. Donna Spear Hamilton, fan of our show, friend of the show. Man, I hope she goes back and listens to her tickets so you know she, you can hear her read about her bio. Oh, yeah. Well, I'm, well she, I think she knows what turns her on and off. I remember specifically. Well, maybe it'll be a good moment for her to reflect on where she was then. I really have a I want to know because I remember one of her turn-ons was balconies. Remember that? I want to know what's going on with it. There's a lot of balcony scenes in this movie where she's just on balconies staring off, and she looks pretty pleased with herself. Well, she has every right to be. All right. So, uh, yeah, let's get into the trailer. So, people, we made you hard for hard ticket to Hawaii. We triggered you for Picasso Trigger. Prepare to get straight savage. Oh, yeah. Savage Beach, the final movie in the Donna Terran saga. Right now. This is Savage Beach. In Hard Ticket to Hawaii, undercover federal agents Donna Hamilton and Taryn Kendall save the country from drug smugglers. In Picasso Trigger, they save the world from the brutal hand of an international assassin. In Savage Beach, they are the targets for murder. This time, they'd better save themselves. Good idea.
the center of a search for a ton of gold. Where there's gold, there's greed, and murder rules the land. A paradise haunted by a mysterious presence. Take cover. This is no ordinary day in the sun. Terror reigns on the shores of Savage Beach. Oh, sorry about that trailer. I mean, the last minute is the typical where it's just Sedaris flashing tits and ass at you and just sound effects of punching. Was there a lot of action? I don't remember a lot of action. Mm-hmm. Most of it Ali Ong's in, which I'm happy yeah, about. Yeah, was, when there was action, it was, it was pretty good. Yeah. Um, yeah, so right off the bat, we started out. I I had Shokazuki flashbacks. We get this beautiful scene of a uh, uh, guy with a samurai sword doing his moves, like, silhouetted against the sunset. It's beautiful. Beautiful job. Very Sin City, red and black, just, ooh, lethal. And I'm like, all right. I don't even think the great, I think the awesome song we started out the show with doesn't even play in the beginning. I think it plays at the end, yeah, which I was strange, strange choice. And so we're like, okay. Samurai shit. I dig it. Yeah. Expecting that to play a bigger role than it did, but yeah. barely played a role. It didn't. Sedaris gets really, really... I mean, Picasso Trigger was convoluted. This movie takes that and runs with it. Every Sedaris... We've learned this. Like You think when you hear about Andy Sedaris, you go, oh, this is dumb tit movies. No. These are super convoluted, unnecessarily yeah. convoluted plots. Like, we... We got like almost two pages of notes for this fucking movie, and we're still kind of confused about it still. Hey. So bear with us. If you don't like it, well, you go watch the movie again. I think confusion means that we have an attempt to understand it. I'm happy with it. (laughs) It's shit. Well, I'm not going to. Well, hey, you know, you guys fill in the blanks. Here's where we join our our heroes, Donna and Taryn. Straight into action. Yeah, straight into action. Donna, Taryn. Driving through town. They're like in a Jeep, I think. They're in a Jeep, of course, because they've got it hanging out. Like, they like to, like, let it hang out. They're all the topless. They drive topless. But, you know, they're mining uh, the the spacing because there's a couple girls ahead of them on, like, scooters. and Patty. Patty, Of course, Patty, we remember. She's been in the other two movies. Rocky's a new addition to the I thought they were evil. I didn't. Know I what did they were too. Up to. I, that's how the brilliance of Sedaris, man. Exactly, just, mind games. Yeah, yeah I, I'm right. And so, yeah, cause, because they're like they're at the worst. We know everything bad happens. Everything, at the and they look like they were trying to get. They're trying something. to seduce some guards. Yeah, and of course they're way into it. You got '80s Griff there, thick, <laughs> bushy mustache. Feather they're just hair. like fuck. And I she's like, "Wow, well, no, your hair really looks like Don Johnson's hair." <laughs> He's like, "Really." <laughs> He's like, no, it's not. It's and not. they're like, we brought some Mai Tais with us. Yeah, and a thermos. Very, emph- a lot of emphasis on the Mai Tai. They're, yeah. So, so they distract them and get them away. And so we're thinking, oh, shit, this is when the bad guys are going to show up. No, this is where the good guys show I, up. Again, I thought they were the bad guys. So I thought they were right. going to poison the right. shit out of them. So did I. And that's when Donna and, and Taryn show, show up. I, I expected them to save them. Yeah, they sneak in first. And they there's a crate and they open it up and there's pineapples Pi- in there. It's yeah, and they they just, the tops just come off. They knock on them. They're hollow. Pull the top. It fucking just comes right off. Donna does the whole move. She picks her pinky and it rubs her gums. Dude, mm. China white people. Chi- China white. This ain't coke. This is heroin. Yeah, this is some real fucked up. You shit. ever try to cut a pineapple? No. It is fucking slippery as all hell. I cut my thumb out the first time I. Cut up a pineapple. Well, don't, don't even mess with the coconut. So I would rather have a coke-filled pineapple because then I wouldn't have to cut it. 
I don't know where I'm going with this. I don't know either. So but we're gonna move on. They need to figure out who's behind this coke. Wait, well, sorry. They got, they, H. They, yeah, the they they got caught red-handed. They got what they need. So Donna makes a beeline for the, the manager or something's at his office. Yeah, and she walks in, cocky as all hell, got splainer badge. She's like, badge and warrant, motherfucker. That was pretty cool. And then he's like, shotgun, bitch, and he whips yeah. out a shotgun, and then all hell breaks loose. Gunfight. The OK uh, warehouse. Yeah. So this is where we see uh, Patty and Rocky, like, they've got the two guards, you know. They drugged all, them. So they these guys are knocked them. out. I thought there was, like, a, a tussle going on with them. I don't know. I'm them. making everything up. I, have, I don't even remember what happened. Yeah, man. I'm telling you, this movie's <laughs> stupid. Uh, so, so, yeah, what they, there ended up, I thought, being, like... Um, I remember there's an explosion. Well, there's a shootout, the and, and these guys get in a van and take off. That's right. And then, like, uh, Donna's like, you let Taryn, you let him get away? She's like, I'm not a dumb blonde. Yeah. And then she pushes, like, a detonator, and then the van, van explodes. explodes. And, but it's, it's like a Wile E. Coyote type bomb, so they just have soot on their face. They're all right. They don't I, die. I love it when he comes out, his ha- his perfect Don Johnson hair is just blown out, and he's got just, like, the little rings around his eyes remaining, and the rest is black. Oh, so good. And so, another bust. So, of course, after you have a big bust, from what we know in this you movie. Have another big bust. You have to unleash that bust. And we Get do. Hot tub. Hey, Christ, this is a Sedaris movie. you got to have a hot tub scene. I mean, Sedaris is just like, pools are misused because they're cold. They need to be hot tubs. Right. So they get in this pool-sized hot tub, and they're just... Yeah, it is a pretty big hot tub. They're all just chilling, and you're like, where's Patty? So Patty comes flying in, does a corkscrew off the diving board. And Rocky does a fucking uh, cannonball. It's crazy. And they're just ha- girls having a good time, topless with each other. I think Donna's totally naked. Yeah. And they're just having a good old time. And while they're having a good old time, we flash to... We get to see our man Shane Abilene having his own good time in a yeah. pool, not a hot tub. Getting ready to bone a chick. Yep, and he's like totally naked. I think I don't. They're she... boning in the pool. Well, they were making out, They're but they were naked. They were getting ready to bone. Yeah, and he gets a call, and he he goes in. It's a call from fucking Andy Sedaris because, as we know, Andy Sedaris is like Hitchcock. He always does a little cameo. Hmm. Funny and... you mentioned Hitchcock. I saw two of his movies this weekend. Well, that's they call Andy Sedaris Hitchcock of tits. Hitchcock I mean. of tits. And that's why, I, and that's this Hitchcock. This is a true story. Hitchcock was such a huge influence on Andy Sedaris. That's why there's so many shower scenes because of Psycho. Good call, God. but you n- know, not a shower scene in this movie. Thank God for Golden Globes Theater connecting all these dots yeah. for all of our, our loyal listeners out there. And he lets he's like, we just got a call from the Marshall Islands. There's a b- bad case of gonorrhea going on here. We need to get these kids are infested with it. I don't know what's going on. Why these kids have gonorrhea? But they do. We need some. We need a case of Genesis Five, which sounds Gen like five. something from Star Trek. It really does. And yeah. we need it delivered now. Whoever you're fucking, dropper, get out here, Shane. We need you. Call up Donna. Call up Taryn. Get this done. Because as we know, people not only are Donna and Taryn drug enforcement. I don't know what they're like. Who CIA. they work for? CIA. CIA. I'm pretty sure that's what it says. Even in the trailer, I think that's what it says. CIA agent Donna Troy. I think they're everything. Well, Donna Troy is a wonder girl. She's oh. Donna Hamilton. Oh, got it. Yeah, and, right. And uh, I don't know, because I think they're DEA. I thought she said she was a DEA guy when she uh, busted in with a warrant. Uh, I think it's CIA, but nah, who the fuck cares? And 
but they're also cargo. Their cover, I'm guessing, is their cover, or yeah, they, or maybe they need to make extra money. They all they're, have a cover. Their cargo because uh, Rocky, Rocky complains about her cover being the uh, restaurant. Yeah, owner. she replaced Edie. Edie used to be the restaurant. Ah, oh, that's right. And I guess Edie was busy this this filming, or they just want to rotate in some new talent. Yeah, maybe some you know auditions. Happen. Maybe some talent for uh, a certain villain named Paul. She does wear a flower, uh, flowered dress. And well, that's have... what that Paul. I had no idea in the nose what the fuck Paul was. Yeah, okay. I knew you wouldn't. I knew <laughs> no, this was, was going like, to come up. I was like, because there's so many characters. I'm like, was Eric Paul that I'm not thinking Yeah. Is, yeah. He pulled his, uh, Sedaris pulled the G.R.R. Martin on us, and he was just like, character, 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 character. What used to they and have? They just, and they just disappear for no reason, too. I mean, yeah, yeah, there's like 15 military people we're introduced to. We know their rankings. And then he's like, all right, and they're gone. So you're thinking Shane and the girls are going to hook up and they're going to go to Marshall and no, he's Shane's just there to, for some reason. Like, okay, the the this, the, the job is just to go to the Marshall Islands, which is like a thousand miles away from Molokai, to like deliver some medicine. And he's like, I have a little, I have a package for you. Yeah. And like Griff, bear with me. Okay, I'll try. I I, I think there's more going on to this little tete-a-tete between Donna and Shane than just weapons. I think I think it's it's subtle, but subtle? I think there's a little bit of like some sexual innuendo going on in this conversation. A little bit. I mean, when they're talking about guns being large and she starts fondling a gun barrel in a gestured way, like you think that was it was, I mean, I don't know. Call me crazy. I think it's sex. I think there's a, there's layers to what they're saying. I think it's just about guns. I'm not saying. I might be wrong. This might just be a, a scene just about straight out of Wikipedia for guns, like would, would love to have. Where they're yeah. talking about guns. But I don't know. There's a, there's a, I get some sexual tension between these two. You get sexual tension on this? Yes. I, I, I might be wrong. It I'm, was I'm weird admit, that I'm the wrong. song Come, I'm Coming for You was playing in the background. I noticed that. That was a strange like move. And then when they pull out that explosive dart and she says once it sticks in, it's got three seconds before it explodes. Is that sexual? I didn't think so. Oh. Well, maybe it's just us. Maybe we just we got tits on the brain from watching. Well, Sedaris, maybe that's what Sedaris is playing on. He knows everybody is coming in this movie all hot and heavy because, oh boy, there's a lot of tits. There's at least two tits per minute. I, it's like really? it's like Bim counter, man. Two tits <laughs> per minute. Okay. Tim so, counter. <laughs> so we get that whole why they need weapons to give medicine to kids. We'll not. We'll never know because it's never made. It doesn't make any sense. But they're like fine, you know. You never know. They're like the Boy Scouts. You never know. You might need an exploding tip crossbow. Yeah, I mean, there's kids there with what did we say they had gonorrhea. There's kids there with gonorrhea. They could attack them. You might need to shoot and explode them all. So, got to right. be prepared. And they so, are prepared. The only other thing Al, uh, Alberine, Alberine? Alberine? Abil- Abilene. Abilene tells them is there is a storm coming. Right. So Donna's like, oh, no big deal. We just got to get in and out in They got like a five-hour window. Yeah. There's, there's that shot of her studying the maps, and it's like her squatting over with her legs like spread open, and the camera just like pointed right into her crotch. Yeah. It's a good shot. That's all I'm yeah, trying to true. say. Tasteful. I really could understand that she was charting the flight path. Yeah, she's an expert. We see her later on. She's using like one of those. I don't know what the 
fucking tools are, but you know, you judge by the stars. Yeah, and uh, she knows she's she's a navigator, very talented navigator. And so, guys, this is where it gets. This scene is where it gets super complicated. Yeah, I mean, so far all we've had is tips and fucking, and now we got to worry about other shit. Right. I mean, this is the meat of the story. The whole plot. It's about gold, stolen gold. We meet. We come in. We got our man. Captain Andreas, who I think was Picasso Trigger from the last movie. He looked oh, familiar. He might, yeah, he might have been. And he's a Navy guy, and he's talking to this guy named Martinez, who's a representative from the Philippines. Yes. And they're, they're working hand-in-hand, because hand what happened was the Japanese Army in World War II had looted the Philippines of their gold, and they were going to use it to like build up their military. And what, and what happened was the gold was on a boat, and it sank in a storm. So the oh. Philippines are trying to get this back. Yeah. And Andreas is kind of pissed off because he, first he's like, you fucking bleeding heart liberals. I had to turn off because in this world, the Star Wars initiative that Ronald Reagan suggested, like it actually happened. We didn't have we didn't have we don't have a fucking <laughs> nuclear like satellite thing that stops nuclear bombs. But in this world, it do, it did happen. Interesting. And he's like. We had to shut it down for an hour so we could use the satellites to find where this gold is, and I'm fucking pissed off. That's the... Okay. And so they're, like, trying to gather data because they're trying to narrow down. They're like... Yeah, it's in the Pacific Ocean. It's a pretty big ocean. Yeah, there's, like, 200 shipwrecks that they need to investigate. He's like, well, let's narrow it down to just the small ones, and that's where they get, like, 100 results. Some guys go... On this old ass fucking computer. Oh yeah, it's the PC expert guy. He looks like uh, what's his name from Falling Down. Well, of course he's an expert. He's got a British accent. They're always experts. Oh, he did have an accent, and of course he was wearing a very nice tweed suit. Right, and with elbow patches. Of course. And while that's going on, we cut away to, and this is another. I thought this guy was a bad guy. Oh, I spoiler thought, alert! Spoiler alert! Because he was a bad guy in the last movie. He was a guy who I thought was Shane in the last. I'm um, Shades in the last movie, but he wasn't. Oh yeah, you're right. He was the guy who rode the motor. Motorcycle and Donna was chasing him or something. Of course he was. And so he's got a motorcycle in this one. So I'm like, this guy's a fucking bad guy. It's got to be. And he's he driving. knocked over a guy who's riding a skateboard on his hands with and a fucking blow up doll. With the blow up doll. And so the, he he spots his car. He starts chasing it. And then the the driver of the car because there's like a military guy in the back seat, and the driver starts lowering the back window. <laughs> it's like an Oldsmobile. They just write in stickers <laughs> U.S. Army. Right. <laughs> Sir, why uh, why won't you let me roll down my or why won't you let me roll up my window? Yeah, he's like, uh, I don't know. We need some air, sir. I'm feeling sick. And while that's going on, our our motorcycle guy rides up and just shoots the guy in the neck with a dart. Yeah, I just started calling him Ninja because he rides a Ninja motorcycle. He does and they say stop it. And so you see that the guy driving is in cahoots with the motorcycle guy. Ah, oh, Ninja. And they pull, they strip the guy. And the motorcycle guy puts his uniform, so you're like, oh, this is some bad guy. He's going to try to, like, steal yeah. this info. Yeah. Because he's going to pose as this guy who works for the Army. That's his thing. But it's not to be, because what happens is... Yeah, we see, like, the meeting between uh, General... What's his name? Adder, Andreas. Ad, Andreas. Admiral Andreas. Admiral. He's a Navy guy. Admiral Andreas. Him and the PC expert, you know, they've got all the info they needed. He's like, okay, let's go ahead and take the disc. And he's like, oh, of course. He slides it behind a folder and hands him. <laughs> he pulls the old sleight of hand oh, on him. It's the fucking I want to point worst. out, it's, it's a floppy disk, by the way. Yeah, it's a, it's a 3.5 floppy it's, disk. It's 1990. It, so. I mean, he pulls the old but. trick where he's like, hey, what's that over there? Puts in his pocket, hands him a new disc. He's just like, yep, all your info- information's right there. Now, bro. if that's not convoluted enough, 
next we see seeing these Japanese guys who 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 are uh, trying to help. They're trying to atone for what happened in the war. So they're trying to help the Philippines get this gold. Yeah. So they're talking to this this general who was there when the gold was stolen. And yeah. He knew what boat was used. And he's on his deathbed. And he wants to atone because he's, he's he lives by the samurai code. Uh, yeah, he does say that fifteen times. I am Bushido. I live by the code. And they're like, okay, just tell us where the fucking boat is. And he's like, no, I need to do a flashback first. So we get this flashback, and we see this general, and he's like, I was under the impression that this gold was used for the the motherland. I don't know Japan, but I had my. I had some ill feelings. I think the general really was going to use it for himself. And I've, I've been holding this on, holding this for years, and now I have to just get it off my chest. And he, he gives you this, like, a pretty good location. He's like, where they took off. Yeah. So it can, like, narrow it down even Exactly. More. They have even more info to go on because they can say, oh, this is how speed. They can do all the geomet- geometry. Geometry. Geometry is proper pronunciation. Geometry. Uh, thank you. Uh, they do all the geometry, and you got one guy. Ju- he's he's got that fucking. I can't even think of his hair from Full House. He's got that hair. What's John that? Stamos. John Stamos Shane hair. Had a kind of a sweet John Stamos mullet too. Yeah, and uh, and then the guy just ch- chipping away at the old computer, just working his fingers to the bone. And they're like, "We got it." So they're like, "We gotta we gotta fly out there, and you know we're gonna join them in a minute." But of course, now I have to join Donna and Tara because they've been up to something. Well, they finally make it to the island. They get just in time. The storm is rocking and rolling. They land. It, <laughs> it's like a perfectly blue sky, but there's like what rain falling. Yeah, out. I mean, they land and they like immediately give them the medicine, and they're like, "Man, it's really getting choppy out there. We better hurry up." Taryn's like gassing it up, you know. Yeah, and Donna's like, "Here, here's your fucking penicillin for your disease-ridden children." Yeah. And like, should, should we should we wait for the storm to go over? You know, we could probably hang out with these gonorrhea kids. No, Donna's like, look, I've been flying for years. I know what I'm doing. I got to get back to that Abilene and show him exactly. what's what. He's keeping it on ice. He's keeping it on ice for me. And so then we cut back to the uh, PC expert. He's out in the desert. And you're like, what's going on? Yeah, he's meeting up. He's standing out in the desert. I don't think he had a car. I think he just walked out to the desert. He walked out to the desert, man. And Martinez shows up. The guy from the Philippines represent represent from the Philippines, and he's just like, "Did you get my floppy disk?" Right here. Pulls sir. it out from behind his <laughs> ear. He's working hard <laughs> that on was his a magic nice act. Touch. I fucking I I just watched the whole documentary about the amazing Jonathan. I've heard about that, dude. It's good. And uh, he's like, "Here's your money." And we're like, uh-oh, something's up. This guy's he's not working for the Philippines. He wants this goal for himself. What a piece of shit. I I thought he was doing it for his country, man. I'm telling you. I don't know. You. He was there some, well, that's the thing. Every ulterior motive, every time you think you know somebody, Andy Sedaris pulls a rug out from under you. And yeah. Like, well, th- that's because the next scene, we see Martinez, and he's in some sleazy hotel. Well, sleazy. Wait, 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 wait. You, you can jump to that. Before he leaves, he's like, here's your money. And then he takes off, and then the guy opens his Kinjitashi case, and it's a bomb, and it blows up our computer expert. Yeah. Now I'm like, that guy's a bad person. There's no way that guy's working for the Philippines. So let's go from one explosion to another. Hell a yeah. champagne bottle. <laughs> Popping open. A little flow yeah. over there. They're at the, the best red roof in in Molokai. Best red roof in money can buy. And uh, man, Martinez meets up with his broad, Angelica. Angelica and- with a J. With a J. 
And, of course, played by, uh, I'm going to say her name's Terry Weigel. I don't know the pronunciation. Miss April, 1986. Her turn-ons are Thinking of Different Ways to Be Sexy, House Cleaning, and Good Arousing Movies. Her turn-offs, of course, are Fake Phony People, Criticism or Critical People, and People Who Say They Can't. <laughs> criticism? She doesn't like criticism? No. And so she... Barely it, acts at all. Well, she's just there to have sex. And she's not just there to have sex. She's there to tell him how great of a general she is. Uh, he well, is. Well, what we learn is this guy, he's not working for the Philippines government. He is a revolutionary like Che Guevara. And he wants this goal so he can free his country. Because this is back when uh, Ferdinand Marcos was running the Philippines. And it was a dictatorship. So he's, he's kind of a good guy. Yeah. I thought, his, I thought his intentions were pure. I don't know why he had to kill the computer guy. But I didn't get that either. But <laughs> Sedaris, there's going to be random tits and random deaths. And we got an explosion and a tit showing every like 15 minutes. Yeah. And well, so, Murray, it's been way too long and I'm jonesing for some tits. So, <laughs> well, Angelica will deliver because she's like, communism makes me so horny. She he tells that's her, another one of her turn ons is communism. Yeah. I left that out. Yeah, you left that one out. Don't leave that one out yeah. because she is just like. I love the way you talk about our country. And she's pretending to be Filipino, I guess. Or was she Filipino? I don't think she was. I know she was. She's a white woman. So I also want to point out that oh my apparently, goodness, so much pointing. apparently Terry, the, the, the real-life woman, played Angelica, she also had a career in hardcore porn. So if you ever want to check that out, people. If you like what you see in this movie, you can get a lot more in hardcore porn. On VHS. I'm just, I'm just throwing it out there. Paul I'm not making you. any judgments. Do what you want with that information. <laughs> so she tells fucking Martinez, lay down on the bed. I'm going to take the D for the country. And the D she does take. We get some tits. We and get now, it all. No, we're not talking democracy. We're not talking democracy for sure. What's up with Don and Taryn? Uh, they're going through that storm, man. You see the storm in the. They're in their plane. You see the storm out there. They're all wet. They're basically in a plane on the ground, and Andy Sedaris is shaking it. It's, yeah, Andy and himself. And he's just spraying a hose at the windshield. Look more trouble. You hear him directing them. And like Don is like, man, I'm feeling kind of chafed with this wet shirt. I gotta. I know we're in the middle of a storm, but. I, I got to remove my shirt. The trailer. The trailer I have that we all we heard was the audio for because it's a podcast. They they put that scene in there. Well, yeah. There's, so the girls, they, they do a quick little change of the their outfits. You know, it's it's, it's necessary. They're chafing. They're, they're barely, I mean, they're barely keeping this plane up. You can't, like, yeah. oh, and you get, you know. You, you don't want to be wet. you got to be able to concentrate like, on just Sometimes your shirt will, like, stick to you, and you're like, you got to yeah. be loose. Your, your, your sleeveless vest, you mean. Yes, your sleeveless vest. That's very restricting, so your tits are held up. And I guess lightning hit the plane, so the radio is out. Yeah. They're on their well, own. Well, no, it just it disrupts the radio. It's too much electricity sure, in here. Sure, I don't even care. So let's get into Act 2 now. We've got kind of all of our parties. We know everything that's going to yes. come into the movie, or do we? Uh, so we're going to start Act 2 here, and Angelica has also landed down in Mal- Malachi. Or is this? I have no let's idea. call it Malachi. It's somewhere in Hawaii. Yeah. It might be Honolulu, but yeah. let's say Malachi. 
And she, this is where he like and then throws like another like banana peel in front of us because she spots our man Al Young shows up with his buddy Eric. Is he, he? He's a henchman. And this is his henchman. She spots the two Japanese dudes who You're uh, absolutely right. Chris. Uh, <laughs> yeah, she spots the guy. I totally forgot about these guys. She spots. I'm, so, they're, I, they're, I'm sorry. That's not a racist thing. I didn't say they look the same because nobody looks like Al Leong. <laughs> nobody. God, I love Al Leong. Uh, but, she's, but you're right. She spots those two Japanese from the earlier that were have, talking with the general. Who have what I thought during the my watching of the movie had the absolute correct location. I thought the Americans and Martinez had bogus information. I thought these ch- two Japanese guys had the correct information. So she's. I think you're right. I think she, that's what they do. Yeah, yeah. She racial profiles the fuck out of them. Is like, gets in a cab. And is like, follow those two. And what was you, you? You wrote him down as uh, bargain basement uh, Lou Ferrigno. Was he? No, that's he the guy? that's later on. Okay, because I, I thought on the island. I was wondering because she does pull over a taxi, and I was like, that's kind of weird. The taxi driver is Lou Ferrigno, but I guess he was a different guy. It, I, I, yeah, I didn't notice the guy. I just, I just didn't recognize a mustache. I saw a mustache. It could have so. been that guy, but I don't think it was. I didn't. I, I didn't bother watching this movie a second time because I didn't have the fucking patience for so, it. So yeah, so they stop at the second best red roof in Molokai. Yes, and they're like, like, she does tell the guy like, "Hey, remember this place, right?" So maybe it was uh, budget for Rigno. So the Japanese guys, they go. He's Ubering on the side as he's like working for the communists. Yeah. And so they uh, they go to their room. They're like, "Oh man, it was a long day questioning that dying guy." Yeah, and they get a knock on, <laughs> they get a knock on the door, and it's Al Leong and his buddy Eric, his hench, the hench to the hench. And we're, I mean, as experts of Al Leong, we're both wringing our hands. At the, I mean, I was wringing my hands. I'm sure you were as well. And he's always oh, I'm doing it right now. Yeah. And uh, Al Leong looks gentleman. Compliments of the sh- of the of the hotel. Got to get a picture of the. I, I mean, I'll give you the picture too. Get it out there for all the social medias. But this is the greatest fucking treat a hotel could give you. And this this actually fits right in with uh, with the Red Roof Inn, the second best Red Roof Inn treatment. Right. It's it's classy as fuck, people. It's a uh, it's a, pl- a fruit platter. One side's fruit, pineapple, probably some some. Oh, there might be some fresh heroin in fresh there. Fresh little heroin in there. And then, like, f- a six-pack of blood. Like, <laughs> on ice. And it's splayed out, too. It's yeah. not even just, like, there. Like they, the- they took the ring off. They cut it <laughs> so turtles don't get caught in it. But, yeah, they fucking, yeah. It's beautiful and, spread. And it's, they're mesmerized for a second. She's like, oh, man, I've heard about this Budweiser that Americans drink. Yeah. And while they're distracted, Al Young just fucking roundhouse kicks everybody. Does a Budweiser have a kick to it? No, but I got a punch for you. Wah! And yeah, the roundhouse that Alion. Nothing made me harder in this movie than Alion's roundhouse in that scene. Sorry, Don, if you're listening, I'm sorry he said that. Um, yeah, and there was this. It was roundhouse after roundhouse. Everybody was doing round. It was like a fucking like roadie, like not rodeo, but like a <laughs> a roadhouseio. No, uh, what's roundhouse? What do you call the thing where? Uh, Hillbillies dance. What's that called? Hoedown. Hoedown. It was like a bro down. With... I'm so glad I came up with that. I've been so bad on words today. Square dancing. It was kind of like Square that, dancing. but with what with roundhouse. Yeah. Everybody's dosy doing the fuck out of each other. Mm. And of course, it's Al Young. He he's the victor. And we know because one of the guys has a little drop, a little blood on the side. Just of his a mouth. little. So they, we know they, he's probably dead. They throw him in like a towel cart. They drape a sheet over him. It's a fine sheet. And they steal his clothes because this is a running theme. And we had 
Bruce earlier steal some clothes. Yeah. And now Everybody there's... always fits into the person's clothes. Yeah, of course. And they need to take, because these guys have credentials. They have security credentials. Right. What was the security credentials, too? Was because they, they were going to meet up with. They were going to meet up with the military. Yes. Yeah. This movie's making sense. It makes sense when you talk about it. So they need to get that information. And so, yeah, they, they fucking they, – they put a little sticker of their own faces right. on it. They wave like a little uh, – I don't know. It's like a UV light or something, and, like, these are perfect, Eric. You hear the – beep, 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 and they're like, perfect. It like somebody signing on to the internet in, like, yeah. 1999. <laughs> the dial And uh, like, Eric, you did it again. They lo- I Lawless. think they have a computer there that they load up because uh, they uh, are – do they – oh, yeah, no, they deliver uh, the disc to Martinez here. Yeah, so they – while well, that's going on, we're going – we Don and Taryn, what's up with them? They, they finally land. They find a remote island. They have to land because they're about to crash, and they land on this remote island, and so like, they're safe, guys. Yeah. So now we go back to – Al and Eric finally show up at with Martinez and uh, Admiral uh, Andreas, and they're like, "Here's the disc." So I, I thought they were, the whole idea was. Well, then again, uh, I don't know. I'm confused again. Yeah, <laughs> they they get. I guess they. I thought they were going to give him a fake disc, but they do they give him the real disc. They give him the. See again, this is why I'm so confused because they're like, make a copy of this, make a copy of that, delete this, delete that. They're talking about so much science shit. But none of them seem to understand how science works or how computers work. So I think they're just handing the normal disc because they all end up in the same location. So right. no Im- misinformation happens here. Everybody is given the same chance and in information. Yeah, so and we get when they all land in the same spot, they're like, what are you doing here? You didn't well, fucking do anything. We we get yeah. We they finally zero in on the fucking exact island this gold could be on. Yeah. Oh. And that's Savage Beach. Well, no. Uh, this uh, Captain Andreas drops this great line to just pull it all together. I've been no one's ever been on that Savage Beach. Oh, yes, because what we learn is there's a lot of storms and shit. It's like fucking Monster Island, people, where Godzilla lives. Oh. It's just storms and shit around. It's hard to find. It's like in the middle of the Buena Triangle, and that's weird because it's in the Pacific. And they're like, this is it. So everyone, and like, Al's like, well, I... Good luck on that, sir. Wink. Wink. And they, he leaves. That's when we join Taryn and Donna again. They're, they're okay. They happen to crash land on some island. I wonder what it could be. I don't know, but it looks pretty savage. It looks pretty savage. And, Griff, I don't know about you, but I'd be pissed in my pants if I landed on an island in the middle of Pacific. I have, nobody knows where I'm at. And they're pretty chipper about it. They're like, hey, let's... let's they live, work on our tans. They live amongst the islands. They're, like, they're cool. They've been in situations. They work for the CIA, maybe the DA. DA. They work for all of them. They've been in so many situations, dude. They don't care. But what? Well, but Taryn does have this eerie premonition. Premonition. She's just like, I don't know. Ooh, I gotta chill. I just there's something weird about. Well, this they're island. walking in the f- the background, and we've got this foreground shot. Foreground, foreground shot of a man hiding under a pineapple tree. Pineapple? Fuck, come on, <laughs> coconut tree. And you Palm just tree, see yeah. his silhouette in the foreground. I was like, what? We get that Asian flute. Oh man, I left my flute all the way over there. Otherwise, I would. 
hum that out for us. And we get we see a guy with the absolute worst old age makeup I've ever seen in my fucking life. It looked like they just covered his face with Elmer's glue and said, "Crinkle your face up." And he crinkled it a little, and they made it made uh made wrinkles. It was awful. So we need to get everybody to this island now. So we're gonna see how. I mean, Al and Eric, Al Leong and Eric, his little compatriot there, his, his little buddy, his henchman. Yeah. He's got the nice little bull cut going on. Yeah. And so, yeah. So while that they're going on, they're getting ready on, to go on a boat. Yes. Al. And they're like, call up the crew. Get the leathers on. They look like they were fu- like Angela. When she shows up to the island, she's got like that leather on with the like weird gems hanging off of her. Yeah. I'm getting well, ahead of myself. And and Andreas and uh, Bruce, the guy who's pretending to be the army guy, they're work. He's working on a plane, shirtless, of course. That's what you do when you're working on a plane. Absolutely. And he's got uh, he's got a real face quality to him. From eighteen, eighteen, yeah, yeah. And well, he's charming as all hell. He's charming everybody. He's charming as all hell. He is jack of all trades, and yeah, he's mecha- He's face. He's the A team all together. Because like BA I, I, was the guy who was like the mechanic who could fix everything. I mean, it's it's BA and, and he loves uh, it when a plan comes together. Yeah, BA wouldn't fix a plane though because he hates planes. Well, he hates planes, but he still. Fixes but the it. other guy, as long as the he's crazy not Murdoch, Murdoch, yeah, Murdoch would do it. And Andrea's like, I hope you can get that tub in the air. He's like, Hey, I'm a pro. I'm, I'm I used to be on the A team. I know what I'm doing. It, it is a stealth plane, by the way, guys. And by that they mean they scratched the registration off of right. it. Right. That's all they did. And Donna pointed that out actually later on. I know. That's the only reason why and, I knew it was and, stealth. <laughs> and well, they also no. Also, they had some uh, sea spray on the bottom, Ooh, which proved that they were they, they were like Flying below radar. Yeah. I, the exposition that Andy <laughs> throws in here, pay very close attention to. It's like a fucking aquatic like plane that can land in the water. Yet they notice some obvious like no, that sea spray is different. That's yeah. from when you're in the air. It's so. Andy, come on, man. We don't expect much out of you. Don't explain these things to us. We're accepting them. Just make the plane we look don't a little these weird. For the plots, okay? Ex- exactly. And so stop making them so convoluted, Andy. Stop. So we Mart- want a skateboard guy. Yes, we do. We want somebody in drag shooting somebody. And so Martinez, he's ready to go, and he's like. I got to have one more bone session with Angelica before I leave. <laughs> and so he's like, I can't even wait to get to the Best Western, the Red Roof Inn, whatever they're at. We got a bone in the car. And this is why, I, like, I, maybe what happened was Lou Ferrigno, bargain biz budget Lou Ferrigno, was just a taxi driver. And they're like, hey, you want to become a mercenary? And he's like, yeah, that sounds kind of cool. So he was like, maybe. was their driver? And he's like, well, here's a gun because he's driving and he's, you know, you got somebody fucking in the back seat. You got to peek a, peek a look every yeah. once in a while. So he's like peeking in the rear view. And she's like, like what you see? It's like, oh, yeah. And that's the pretty much the last we'll see of Angelica. For oh, I, I, I see a scene you added in here. I, I didn't bother to add this scene in here because I didn't want to have to jump back and forth. But, yeah. No, we have to. Donna and, <laughs> Donna and Taron obviously are missing. Uh, uh, it, it, Shane sent them out there, and he's like, man, I'm really starting to get worried about them. But don't worry. Patty and Rocky get woken up by a call. They're sleeping poolside. Poolside, naked. Well, topless. Topless. Yeah. And And he's like, "Uh, we got to get the team together. And they're like, all right, 
first we got to change. So we get another because it's been about fifteen. It's just minutes. been. It's, we just got to get some tit. I mean, we just saw well, people fucking all, in a car. All, well, it's like tit on tit on tit. Cause we just left out Donna and they said they got they make their little like lean to with the palm leaves and they're like, "Whoo, it's get oh that's right." And then they go into the sunset yeah. beach. They're yeah. like, "That's what I'm saying." Like Griff, if I'm on a, a deserted island, nobody knows where I'm at. I'm going to be freaking the fuck out. They're like, no, we're going to skinny dip. Yeah. So they do a, a beautifully shot, by the way. Nice sun's going yeah. down. So I mean, s- you, the go- what, what is it called? The golden light or something in the morning? Well, this is like the perfect nightlife. Or nightlife? And they're just know. frolicking naked. It's great. It's beautiful. And so, yeah, it's like, it's like man, he just ODs. He hammers us with tits because we're not going to have tits for a while. I think this is it for the rest of the he, movie. He's suffocating us with tits. And <laughs> so... We also get a scene, I put it up on our Twitter, where there, uh, this mysterious fruit called a coconut. I've never heard of it. And they've never, obviously, either, because Taryn's like, no, it's it's good. Here, try it. She feeds Donna yeah. a little bit of and, it. And I will be honest, when when we were talking about this <laughs> moment, I was like, what? No, that wasn't a coconut. Because I, I forget, like, I assume, like all dumb Americans, that coconuts just grow you know the fuzzy brown thing you buy Isn't at the store like, technically i guess would it be the seed the coconut i guess so uh but of course they grow in like a larger green husk kind of thing right and so i've they... seen a lot of episodes of survivor so i kind of know that. what really confused me is that taryn is eating out of like the husk so you see her like digging into that yeah and not the coconut that's inside of it yeah. so i i thought it was one of those weird fruits that i've heard about where it's like supposed to be like really good but the smell of it is completely like infuriating yeah, I know what you're talking yeah about. i can't remember what it's called and while they get this like well hey let's go go to sleep you know it's getting late and they get up and they notice these some footsteps i love how like these footprints are right on the beach like they didn't get washed away immediately like yeah. they just get washed away as they notice them yeah and they're like we're taryn we're not alone get the fucking get shane's package well no it's fucking like they're getting ready to go to bed and she's or no it was like in the morning she's like you know i'm getting a little cold why don't you go get the blanket oh you're right she sends her like they know they've seen these footsteps and she's like you know what i know we're suspecting someone's on this island why don't you go by yourself to the plane on the other side of the island and get me that blanket wear this red shirt while you do it and taryn does that because she's a great friend yeah. And she immediately gets attacked by GI. I call him GI Samurai, and she gets she gets away right because Donna she, like to the rescue right. And yeah, no, yeah. When when she shrieks out, Donna comes to the rescue. She's like, "Fuck this shit!" And she's like, "Taryn, get Shane's package. We got shit to do." So we get that great loading up fucking scene we need to see in every action movie. Yeah, they're. Taryn's putting her crossbow together. She's fucking Donna grabs uh what what do we call them? AR fifteen. I don't know, it was a machine gun, that's all. Yeah. And we're like, all right, they're ready to kick some ass. And but they're a little on edge because A little you know, bit. There's a guy with a sword out there. It's true. And so they hear some noise. And like, it's just in the grassy fields beyond. And they just unfuck. It's like the fucking scene in Predator where they just unload and just destroy the whole like yeah. jungle. And then they like, hmm, let me go check. And then then Donna pops up with like, this was good. This I like this part. <laughs> well, like Taryn like has like a leg, and then Donna has like a rooster head. It's like, yeah, 
Hey. The only part I didn't like about it is that looked real as shit. Probably was. I'm pretty sure they just fucking it, exploded it, yeah. the chicken. Was, well, I don't think they exploded. They probably like just butchered a chicken, probably ate it for yeah. dinner. And uh, like, I guess we won't be getting woken up in the morning. <laughs> See, it's a rooster, and roosters, you know, cock-a-doodle-doo and all that shit. I mean, it was a chicken, but yeah. And No, it was a rooster. And uh, so, uh, fuck, where are we at, Griff? Well, the girls have decided that they're sick of this fucking stranger on the island. So they're like, you know what? Let's not have any more of this. They like over a nice rooster dinner, chicken dinner. Pretty sure it was chicken. Um, they are like, let's go out. On Man, just get your get your drink everywhere here. Uh, they're like, Griff is really uh really prickly today. He didn't like this movie. Yeah, I fucking hated it. Chill the fuck out, Griff. They're like, let's go out and find these fuckers. We're CIA slash DEA slash The best defense playmates. is a good offense. Exactly. I mean, they have fucking high-powered rifles, crossbows, pistols. So they're like, let's put on our camo, camo and let's paint. get out there. So they spend about – there's like a five-minute scene of them just putting on camouflage paint on their face. And the very next scene, it's like gone. It's just gone. And okay, or whatever. Why did we need five minutes or something? This, but whatever. We're going with it because we want to get through this movie. So uh, they're on the hunt for the GI Samurai. Um, the the GI Samurai catches Donna this time. Oh, in the in the trap in the rabbit trap, right? Right. Where it pulls her up. Yeah. And but he's he's kind of shy and he runs away again. Yeah, he's, he sees the blue in her eyes, and we're like, what? Why did we zoom in so close to the blue in her eye? And this is where we follow G.I. Samurai. And he's just running across the island. And he leads us to a lockbox. Man, what's going on with you in this drink? It goes like that. (laughs) Stop grabbing it so hard. Fuck off. So he goes to the lockbox and he pulls out a picture. And it's a family. It's a white family of three. And they all have these piercing blue eyes. And so... Taron and Donna have these piercing blue eyes. It's a Polaroid, too, which is weird because it's supposed to be from, like, World War II. Yeah. I don't know how they got a Polaroid back yeah. then. But. And then he sees the sun glistening off some kind of object in the sky, and he looks up, and there it is, a stealth plane landing on his island. So he's like, I got business. So Martinez and crew in the stealth plane, they land. It's because it's one of those, like, aquatic, uh, <laughs> aquatic planes. <laughs> trouble with this drink you're spraying it everywhere you're almost dropping it <laughs> hey it's water though all right oh, and God. so uh they land on the plane donna and taryn see it too so they start following they're bare, they're like ninjas themselves they're going scooby-doo on they're this wearing shirt. like bright white wife beaters yet they're blending in perfectly into yeah. the nobody village. ever notices <laughs> them in the brush and they're like doing a thing where like they took a machete and hacked off like a little bit of brush and they're just like walking normally with it in front yeah, of their faces good they are man they're tapping into the, the, D- the, CIA, the 23rd D- power of the ninja holy shit no we're on like 14th Man. Oh, this is how far they're advanced they they're are. They're that far? Jesus Christ. And uh, so Martinez goes, break out the gold detectors. So they're like, beep, beep. It's like a, it's like a fucking uh, seismograph or some shit. It's like a radiation. What's the radiation thing called? Uh, Egan Viger. I, I forget. Keeger. Mm. I, I, Geiger I, counter. Geiger counter. I knew yeah. it was something kind of, yeah. So it's got that 
staticky kind of sound effect. We see fucking Ninja, a.k.a. Bruce. We finally learn his name uh, eventually. Bruce, like somewhere yeah. in this point, we learned his name was Bruce. So Ninja Bruce is on his own, and he, f- he pops out, so puts out a couple little headphones. And you're like, whoa, 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 whoa. Those are earbuds. Those are that's – that's an iPod. I thought it was a tricorder from Star Trek. So like to me, the top half did. Bottom half looked like an iPod. But you're right. There, there was a lot of influence happening here, and there's a lot of influences based on it. And look, as as great a ninjas as Donna and Taryn are, they're sometimes you slip up, and they did. And Andreas catches them, and he ties them up because this, this is like the third time the women have been tied up in this movie. Yeah, something like that. And while that's going on, so we're like, oh, shit, the bad guys, they got down on Taryn. What's going to happen? While that's going on, we finally see Al, Angelica, Budget Ferrigno, and Eric show up in the boat. Oh, don't forget Budget Arnold. Budget Arnold, too. And so we're like, okay, everything's coming together. Yep, all this, meeting in the crop. This is what I don't get. I thought there was misinformation happening. Well, we're misinformed because we don't know what's going on. But Mart Martinez does because his Geiger counter finally goes off. And he's like, this is it. I found it. Well, he doesn't say that because he's being down low because he wants the goal for himself. So while that's going on, the GS Samurai frees Terran once again. Yeah. Blue in the eyes. He sees him and he's just like, and he And then he instinctively knows, like, I have to follow this Martinez guy. And he follows him, and he sees Martinez. He found the goal. He's digging it up. It's it's like six bars of gold. And they're great acting by these guys because they're just like, uh, like trying to pick him up. What gold is supposed to be heavy as fuck? Yeah, but that, yeah. this isn't really gold, Griff. That's how he said it's great acting. Oh, yeah. God, I'm dumb. <laughs> so, <laughs> so, what was it, like six bars yeah, too? six bars. Yeah. And, like, really? People are killing each other? I mean, I w- I'd like to have six bars of gold, that, but I don't yeah. know if I'd go to this much trouble for it's it. It's not going to s- save a country. <laughs> and while that happens, Angelica shows up with Al, and we're like, wait, yeah. wait. I don't think this is where I was totally confused. I'm like, wait. Okay, so Al's working for Martinez now? I don't you I, know. Yeah, I didn't get that. But he is. And we're like, oh, man, shit. The bad guys are together. They got... Like they're gonna, they're gonna, they've won, yeah. Or did they? Because then Eric, like Angelica, goes over, embraces Martinez, and they're like, they're about to get, fuck again. They're about to fuck again. Like, oh it, my god, gold makes me so horny. It has been a while since we've seen some tits, so I thought a couple were gonna pop out here, but, but instead, what pops out is Eric with the fucking rifle and just starts shooting Angelica. Yeah, and you're like, wait, well, I, I thought they were working for Angelica and Martinez. No, they're not. And Al pulled a double cross. And Al fucking takes over from here. He starts explaining everybody's motive. He points out Bruce, and he's like, you're a bitch. <laughs> and you, uh, Admiral, you're just trying to take this money and give it off to... You're actually trying to use it for the proper reasons of yeah. the Philippines. Martinez, and, he's trying to get. He's not trying to help his people at all. He was trying. Well, no, to, he's trying. No, he is trying, but he's like a commie fuck. And uh, fucking Al, he's all about capitalism, babies. So he don't like that. Al's just like I'm a gorilla, bitches. And yeah, he's like, you know, I got my eye on a new, on a fucking Xbox. I need this fucking gold, man. <laughs> and while that's going on, uh. This is where it gets confusing for me. It just gets this. This movie turns into a real mess at the end. It's yeah, just people getting randomly getting killed. So it our is. boy Lou, Budget Lou, gets a machete. This, uh, from this, who? 
It was fucking G.I. Samurai. Okay. He pops out, and it's like this. It looked more... I, I thought I, it was a samurai I, sword. It was a machete? Dude, come on, man. You got to remember at least this part. <laughs> Uh no, he's got his he's got his katana like tucked into his belt. But at, just when he was gearing up for this conversation, he slips a machete just into his shirt collar, his tattered clothes from the forties, yeah. which have survived, and it's he quality, still wears. It's quality. It's like yeah, you know that army issued uh, uniform. Yeah, it holds man. together. So yeah. yeah, he tucks like a machete. It just looks like a flat like okay. it, it looks like a a a. a Flapjack or whatever they call those fucking... I don't know. We're, we're going way too far into this. We are. Nobody cares. But, yeah, he fucking <laughs> yeah. chucks it, and it goes uh, right through uh, Lou. Oh, that makes sense. Budget because Lou. Because a samurai would never chuck a samurai katana. So that makes sense. Yeah. throw that. Yeah, so Lou down. And then everybody, like, scatters, right? Yes. Everybody panics the fuck. Because, yeah, someone just died. The crazy-ass samurai just showed up, started throwing knives. They don't even know. Nobody knows what happens because uh, what ends up happening is, yeah, they all scatter. And so we join Donna and Taryn. They're walking around. They fucking bump into the U.S. boys. Well, yeah, and then Donna and Taryn go, thank God Al gave that exposition because now we know you're good guys. And we'll they're, work with no, you. No, they're not even sure about that. They're skeptical as fuck. They were yeah. absolutely skeptical. See, this is what I don't get. This is why I still think the Admiral <laughs> was not admirable at all. I think he was up to no good. It's a good use of Thank you. wordplay. Thank you. Uh, I, I think Bruce, we'll find out shortly, is the only good one in this equation here, which okay. was quite the twist that I've now ruined. <laughs> Who the fuck cares? Yeah, cares. At Everyone, this point, everyone's everyone, like, "When are you guys gonna get back to some tits?" There are no more tits. There's star. no more That's tits. It. You got that trifecta earlier, and then they just cut. There's it an out. allusion to a threesome later, <laughs> but yeah, you're not gonna get it. So yeah, so while they're like working it out and saying we'll team up, Al shows up again, and he's nice enough. He just throws his gun down and says, "Let's fucking kung fu this shit, motherfucker!" And they just start having like a karate fight. No, he shows up. Oh, was it? Wait. Uh, oh, man. I know for a fact he starts fighting them, like, with hand-to-hand. When he yeah. could have just shot them. So, Yeah, that's right, because Donna comes in and saves Donna them. shows up with her fucking machine gun. And Elle calls her bluff, because she's like, I'll shoot you right now. And he's like, there's three of us. That's right, because I think they jumped just uh, uh, N- Ninja Ad- Bruce. Yeah. Admiral was there? I th- he might have I don't, been. I think I Admiral know. was somewhere okay. else. I'm pretty sure it was just Bruce. So they beat the fuck out of Bruce, and good, because I didn't like <laughs> Bruce at this point. I thought he was up to no good as yeah, well. Yes. So I was like, fuck yeah. Well, I also wanted Ale to win, because I, I only care about Ale. Um, and so Donna shows up. He's like, Freeze! And Al, like, Eric's freaking out. Right. And Arnold's still left over. And they're both just like, oh, shit, let's freeze. And Al's like, no, guys, there's three of us. Look. And he just starts walking towards Donna. And he's just like, go ahead, shoot one of us. We're going to fucking take you out. (laughs) So, of course, she turns her gun, shoots budget uh, Arnold, and Eric kicks the gun out of her hand. And this is where, like, the fight kind of kicks back up a bit. I thought everybody just ran away again. Yeah, after the gun gets kicked away, yeah, you're right. It just ran. And then while <laughs> yeah, that's going on, Martinez is making a beeline for that gold. He just cares about the gold. Angelica's dead, so all he cares about is the gold. Eric catches on to him, seeing him packing. 
I love how like they made such an effort. Like two guys had to pick up one bar, and then he's like just tossing him in a knapsack. Yeah, he's got like a nice leather <laughs> satchel that he's just gonna throw over his shoulder and walk and away. Eric's with. like, oh, that's that's my gold, bitch, and he's like, uh, think again, and he shoots Eric. You probably Eric shouldn't have shouted out <laughs> before like getting your gun ready or anything. So yeah, Martinez is like, I'm ready for you. He just shoots him dead, and Al. Part of his soul died. He felt something of disturbance in the forest because he and Eric are soulmates. And uh, Bruce and Taryn meet at this point. They were like they they do the Scooby Doo thing where they bump into each other yeah, like back, back to back, room, and right. and then he's just like, "Hey, here's the thing. You're kind of hot." And we've already heard Taryn say, "Like, I don't know. I think I would fuck that Bruce guy." And she's right. like, "He might be evil." She's like, "Well, I turned that dick good." And Bruce is like, "You, you like hot tubs?" And she's like, those are my favorite things. God. And they're like, we got so much in common. I don't remember her turnouts because I was about to be like, do you like balcony? Well, go listen to the Hard Dig to Hawaii if you want to know what her turnouts are. Yes. And uh, while that goes on, GSM ain't having that. So he cock blocks them and he just pops up right in the middle. And they're like, ghost! And they run away. Ghost samurai! So this is where Taryn, she ends up parting into a direction. Well, everyone's just runs exactly. everywhere. Like. Exactly. There's <laughs> no coordination at all. And so Taryn happens to run and see Martinez. He's heading for the beach. Right, because he's, he, got, he's got a raft there, the, the raft that they used to get to their big boat out in the, yeah. you know, the ocean. And she's like, good thing I got my crossbow with me with the three-second delay on that explosion. Yep. And he's hiding. So uh, Martina's like behind a tree, and she hits the tree first. And then there's a big explosion, and it stuns Martina. She's all stumbling, but yeah. he, he's still going in that boat. Wouldn't, wouldn't you know it? There happens to be an open can of gas. It has gas written in huge letters. Absolutely. In masking tape. In masking tape. And he tape. knocks it over into the, the, the raft. And then Taryn, I point. This is another thing I pointed up on Twitter. Props to Taryn because she's the first person I've ever seen in one of these movies that actually uses the needless scope on the weapon. She actually uses the scope on she her does, crossbow yeah. to line it up perfectly, and she hits that fucking uh, perfect raft. breathing techniques and every. She looks. She like exhales a, when she pulls the trigger. She actually looked like a CIA splash D. Yeah, I heard that. Andy Sedaris makes him go through like a training camp, like a boot camp, like six weeks wow. of this hardcore boot camp shit. So it paid that's, off. Yeah, that's probably the island they do it on. And blo- I'm sure everything that happened in these movies happened on Molokai. And they, he blows up the the uh, the raft, and the gla- the gold goes everywhere. It goes in the water, and that's going to be important later on, guys. When the gold goes into the water, and so uh, what happens? So now we got more anarchy happening. Apparently, Ale showed up to the beach. I don't even remember this. <laughs> yeah. but, but, of course, no. like Taryn gets taken hostage once again. Yeah. And he's like, I'll shoot this bitch. I'll shoot her. Don't fuck with me. But, you know, our uh, GI samurai friend, he's got a thing for this blue-eyed blonde woman. He's like, I'm going to save we her. All? So every, I believe everybody shows up at this point. We got our, all of yes. our remainers. We got Eric there. We've got fucking uh, Andreas, uh, Bruce. Yeah, Eric's dead. And uh, so, oh yeah, Eric is dead. Donna shows up. That's right. And so they're all just like putting their weapons on. They're like, okay, okay, you you, you want Al? What are we What are we gonna do? And then fucking GI Samurai just goes berserk. 
and he fucking runs at Ale with that katana out. And finally, you think you're about to see a real fight happen. No, he gets shot like five times and stabs <laughs> Ale in the chest with his katana. Yeah. And they just kind of die together. Well, he doesn't die. He collapses. And then... Oh, that's right. And then Taryn runs to him because she feels this kind of connection to him. Yeah. And he explains. We get a nice another flashback. We learn that that Polaroid that he was looking at earlier, that was Taryn's grandfather. We see... Because we, yeah. we actually should have... Wait, was it the grandfather? Y- yes. Are you kidding me? That was what they explained in that. Yes. Because we actually should have pointed out earlier, there is a little bit of exposition and foreshadowing where Taryn talks about her grandfather who was lost on an when island. When did that happen? That happened, like, I think when they landed on the island. That's fucking weird, and I don't give a <laughs> shit. Andy Sedaris, take notes. I don't fucking care. Well, our audience cares. Because we, we get a nice flashback scene where we see his, her, her guy in the picture wash up on this 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 uh island yeah which because the gi samurai was the they got they they the, they had the gold they were on the boat they got shipwrecked and they were the ones who buried the gold and so i guess they were thinking we have to at the time he was still like he was he he had lost his ways bushido ways so he was like it's i care about this gold so these these round eyes are gonna steal the gold so he immediately yeah. murders yeah all the fucking gi the three uh Japanese warriors, warriors, uh, army folk, and then there's the three army U.S. Army yeah, and they folk. immediately brutally murder them with like samurai swords. Yep. And then, but th- after they've been on the island for a while, they they go, God, what happened? What happened to us, guys? We lost our way. Lost so them. one of them commits Harry Kiri, as Captain Andreas says. Yeah. One of them just walks out in the ocean and drowns himself. Oh shit. And G.I. Samurai was like, no, I, I can't. I, I want to live with it. Yeah. Well, he's like, yeah, I, I hope one day I can atone for what I did. Oh, wow. And guys, he did because he, you know, he, because as we all know, grandparents' eyes look exactly like our eyes. My eyes look exactly like my grandpa. People know. They go, is that your grandfather? I go, no, he's dead. <laughs> and so he knew, he, he just knew somehow through the, probably the powers of the ninja. Yeah, that, I would say Ninja. That Taryn was related to this guy. And it was luck would have it, and Andy Sedaris would have it. That's what happened. So in his last dying breath, he tells Taryn, because she's like, why, why? I could not kill those eyes again. It's good then, stuff. It's good stuff. Good job, Sedaris. Good job. So uh, Don and Taryn go, hey, there's that, that boat there with all the sea spray on it without the serial number scratched off. We're going to take that boat. Yeah. Because, you know, we're the but That the was pilots. the plane. <laughs> yeah, I don't know why I said boat, but yes, plane. They're going to get in that boat and take off. What is this, fucking Final Fantasy? No, I meant I meant to say plane. But yeah, I, I know. And, uh, well, you still had to correct me. And so yeah. they take off, and uh, that leaves our, our man Bruce and Captain Andreas. And we know there was something off about Bruce this whole movie. I kind of thought Andreas was a dickhole. And Bruce was also a dickhole. I didn't know where these two lay. Lie? Where? Yeah. So Bruce finally reveals his hand. He's like, yeah, I'm CIA, motherfucker. And I've been watching you. And that's why I infiltrated. I'm not Matthews, who you thought I was. Yeah, and he's like, well, it was Harrison. And he's like, uh, well, you know. So, uh, yeah, he's like, that's like a, it's, 
I, this is where it got confusing too. It's like there's a submarine coming, and then well, it, no, you you missed the joke here, because the admiral doesn't know anything about boats. He's like, I have a desk job because Bruce tells him, hey, the dickie's out on the shore, and he's like, submarines? I don't get in submarines, and he's like, that's not a submarine, you fuck. And he points, and it's a normal boat. He's like, do you know anything about boats? You're an admiral. And he's like, I just have a desk job. Well, no, because what happened was there was supposed to be a submarine, but CIA guy Bruce sent them wrong coordinates because a submarine was always supposed to pick them up. Was it? Yes. So God now they have to this, use that boat. This movie's so stupid. And so, yeah, I don't know why we even wasted time explaining that because none of you guys care. No, it's an example of the frustration <laughs> that Sedaris decided to put us through. <laughs> you showed us the tits. You left out a lot of laughs that you had in the first two movies. I don't get that. And you replaced it with this convoluted boat submarine bullshit. <laughs> Suffice it to say, we learned that Bruce is CIA. He's a spook. Yeah. And... They're like, hey, bygones be bygones, sure, brother. And they just shake hands. Yeah. I was like, oh, the admiral's going down for this one. And he's like, no, you're too high up in the government. So you're going to get away with the scot free. In fact, you're going to get rewards for it. So, like every Sedaris movie, at least the ones we've covered, ends. Scooby Doo ending. We wind up back in Molokai, every, the whole crew together, Rocky and Bullwinkle. It's like the same shot and, they have at the end of every yeah. movie where they're sitting in chairs the and sun's a circular. Going down, sun's going down. They got down, the Mai Tais. Got the Mai Tais. Got the chicks with the barely covering. Every guy's got like a Hawaiian shirt on, like some white pants. The girls have got bikinis on. Yep. Every guy's got a girl. We're having a good time. Yeah. And. Then they're like, then Bruce comes in with, uh, I noticed six bars of gold were missing. Yeah. And don't worry, guys. I, I let, I didn't let the, I, I he lied about the amount of gold that yeah. was in the thing. And Every... well, and Taryn's like, well, the gold was in the water. That's international waters. Oh. So anybody's allowed to have, we, cause we, Taryn's the lovable little crook. I don't know how, I don't, was, I don't know, like, was there a movie we missed beforehand where we learned how Taryn joined? Because we know that she's technically not, doesn't work for the government. She points that out. So apparently if you don't work for the government, you can steal. Yeah. And she's like, hey, well, I got to pay for a new plane because apparently the CIA, DEA, wherever they work for it does not resupply their their, their, stuff. And they are undercover for the CIA. So it's like, (laughs) how can they be undercover without the plane? (laughs) (laughs) So, So they go... Taryn, and then wah, she goes, wah, 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 wah. and then that's it. And then we we get that sweet fucking song, "Fight for Survival." God or damn it! Back to survival. Murray, we're done with Sedaris, right? This is the last of the Andy Lane. Um, no, I don't know. I'm gonna, but I'm gonna preview the Pre- next ones w- w- first. I'm sorry, please, please preview. I, I we had such a good time with. Don I Taren, I felt I owed it to him to finish out the trilogy. I agree. Regardless, if I knew this movie was as obnoxious as it was, I would have been like, no, let's complete that trilogy. Um, I want to do Malibu Express, which was the first movie, but I'll look into it first. Yeah, let's let's because that it. has Cody Abilene in that one. Where, that, where, that does wait, it. where does Hard Ticket fit into all this? Hard Ticket. Was I it, thought Hard Ticket, Picasso, and this one. That was the Donna and Taryn. Oh, Donna's that, not in Malibu Express. Gotcha. Or Taryn. It's it's a whole different set of playmates, which gotcha. I'll have all their turnoffs and turn-ons. Don't worry, guys. If we do it. 
If we do, well, we probably will because it looks. Well, I don't know. Then in the end, this looked pretty good in the trailer. Um, yeah. So, Griff, I we gotta we, we're gonna do something better next time. I I fucking hope so. I mean, it's, there it's a it's a low bar right now. So yeah. So nowhere to go. Wait, wait. Did you hear that? Do you, you hear that? I don't hear anything. Right. Wait, okay. Wait. Well, maybe. Hold on. Let me put my ear to the ground. What the fuck is that? What? Yeah, it's. it's I don't. Know, it's very wet sounding. Oh, is it in my bath? Is that? That's not coming from my bathroom, right? No, I don't okay. think so. What the fuck could that be? Oh, I know what that sound is. That wet, sloppy, slappy sound of a Sloan. What a Sloan! Sloan brother, you know when you hear that noise, a Sloan brother is about to kick some ass, and you know when a Sloan brother is about to kick some ass. He's about to kickbox some ass. Shit. That's right, people. We're doing, it's been a long time, but we're doing part two. Kickboxer part two next week. We're back. Fuck. And if you loved fucking Van Damme, sorry, he ain't in it. <laughs> He's in it for the first minute. They basically and they write him off. shit all over the first movie. They're like, we can do it better with, I think his name is Sasha Mitchell. Yeah, I think that's it, actually. But we do have some Tong Po. He shows up. Tung Po is the villain in what three? Uh, I think he's in. I think he's in all of them, isn't he? Yeah, I think so. <laughs> I don't. I don't think I've seen all of them. He gets horribly defeated in each movie, but yet he is the ultimate opponent. In and each yet, movie. still, they can't hire a real Asian actor. They can't. Re- <laughs> it's got to be a guy in Asian drag. Oh, so, guys, um, we've seen this one, so we oh, know yeah. it's got some good shit. Oh, it's in fun it. as hell. So uh, we'll do that next week and uh, keep it warm.